1: has always been it will always be about buckets
0: just attack the basket oh.
1: What's good, my people? Welcome into Buckets Action Network's daily NBA betting podcast. We're in the workshop. You know it is Wednesday, the NBA slate. You know who's on the mic. AC Analytics capper. J Money is money. I am your host, Sean Little. We have a plethora of games to go through coming off of the Tuesday in-season tournament quarterfinals. Everybody's back in action. You know the deal. We give, the, we give our best bets, we give a cap, we get you guys out of here. We are presented by the king of sportsbooks, MGM. Go download the Action Network app. Everything you need to know about sports betting is in that app. Track your picks, get your picks, get all your information you need to make the best informed decisions during the week, on the weekend, no matter the sport that you're betting. AC, Analytics Capper, give me your best bet for the Wednesday NBA slate.
2: I'm going to go with the Dallas Mavericks first half. It's either going to be minus four and a half or minus five. I like either number. I think it's going to be a blowout.
1: Jay Money is money. Give me your best bet for the Wednesday NBA slate. Yeah, let's go for a little Texas two-step here. I'm on the Houston Rockets plus a two and a half. I'm going to go back to my boys. This has not been smart, but the Chicago Bulls minus four and a half (laughs) at home against the Charlotte Hornets. I'm going to tell you why this is a good spot to back the bullies. All right, AC, analytics capper. You're going with your boys out of Dallas. I'm going with my boys out of Chicago. Talk to me about the first half and the Mavericks.
2: Yeah, this is predominantly a, a spot play here. The Mavericks haven't been playing well. Luka had a baby recently. He set out that game against Memphis. They got crushed. Memphis, even with basically just Desmond Bain, was able, was more than enough to get the win. Then Luka comes back. Kyrie is now out right? Now he's hurt. So he comes back for OKC. They go on a 30 nothing run and still lose that game by four outright at home. So I think this is a great bounce back spot for Dallas to get the win to cover and move on and, and get on the road. And then conversely, if you look at Utah's schedule right now, first of all, Utah's banged up. No Mark no Clarkson. Bunch of guys out. But if you look at their schedule, and I learned a lot from Jay the last couple of years just working with him, but it's like a ping pong. They're in Dallas. Then they got to fly to L.A. Then they got to fly to OKC. Then they got to go to New York. And then they got to go back to Portland, back to back to back to back. There's no back-to-back at home. There's no back-to-back at the road. It's home, away, home, away, home, away, five straight games. I think this is the first game of that crazy trend, if you will. So I think they're just not going to be ready for Dallas, who are hungry for a win. So I like the Mavs to cover the game, but I love that first-half spot the most.
1: Yeah, Jay, we know Dallas likes to beat up on trash teams. That's what they did to start the year. They started playing a little tougher comp, and they got a little spooky, but this is one of those bad teams Here for the Dallas Mavericks.
3: Yeah, I lean the Mavs here as well. Like AC said, they had not been playing good basketball. But if you can go on a thirty and no run, so you know I'm saying that shows that you're <laughs> headed in the right direction. They didn't even have their full team as well, so I think that I mean they going up against the Jazz here. This could be a trifecta smack city spot here. I don't think the Jazz have anywhere near enough offense to keep up in this particular spot. The Jazz are more of a home team as well. That's where they do well. They shoot a ton of threes and they usually get them to fall at the house, but without their main guys. I mean, if you can find a spot to fade them without marketing and, and Jordan Clarkson the rest is kind of like a G League team in my opinion here so I see no reason why the Mavs can't come out here build an early lead to start this game and keep it going really all throughout like I could really see them coming out covering first quarter first half and full game smack city spot here
1: I ain't never seen a team break off a run like Luca and those and those boys did to close that game I have never ever ever seen anything like that that shit was something out of a video game something someone you would, would tell you about it you'd be like "Nah, that's impossible but if you haven't seen that, go back and watch the close to that game. The stuff that Luke and the Mavs were doing on that run was spectacular. That's about the negative, the most negative thing I can say about the Thunder because they've been playing pretty well all year. But yeah, that was, they they folded up and just couldn't slow up the momentum out of those guys. So, I'm with you guys. If, if it's anything, it's going to be the Mavs here for me. When they are playing lower tier teams, they take care of business. They show up. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they, Luca, and the rest of the game, Kyrie, know that they could just go out and get whatever shot they want, and that's what they focus on, and then they can then get guys involved. There's no tug of power. There's no back and forth. It looks a lot more fluid and loose when they're playing teams they know are not on their level. J Money is money. Going down, he said, my man said the Texas two-step. Talk to me <laughs> about the Rockets getting a few
3: points here. Yeah, I like the Rockets here. First off, this line is super fishy. The Thunder should probably be laying three and a half, four here. That's where I thought the line would open up. The fact that this line opened up one, one and a half is very indicative. Tells you that the Rockets are very likely to win this game. So let's look at it. The the Rockets are 4-0 and against the spread and straight up in their last four and the first half as well. They have came out hot in the first half and won the full game. Their last four games at the house versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're 8-0 last eight at the house as well. 8-0 against the spread as well. So this team ball out at the house, we know eight and one at the house, zero oh and eight away. So the Rockets, this is where they play their best basketball. They're coming off three straight losses as well. And the Thunder, like I said, I do I do think this is a spot where they run out of luck. Usually, if you go on a thirty and no run or zero oh and thirty run to the other team, you're going to lose that game every single time. But I, I like what we're doing here. We're buying that the Mavs coming off that loss, and I'm also fading OKC here. So I don't like the spot for OKC. I know they've been hot. I know the record. I know that they've been balling out. But in this particular spot, I think the Rockets come out with. The win and also the last two times they faced OKC, it was in OKC. They lost by 32 points and they lost by 37. That was last year. So, major revenge on the minds of the Houston Rockets are a much different team this year. They ball out the house, they're coming out here and getting this win. And I also like them in the first half as well. The Lions just isn't out there.
1: AC, talk to me about the Rockets and that spot. They do play, they're just a different team at home than on the road.
2: Yeah, I don't have a play on this game, but I agree with Jay. I mean, they're eight and one. At home in Houston, we talk about you know the LA nightlife, the Miami nightlife, the Atlanta nightlife. H mm-hmm. Town is up there. You guys know that as well. So uh, the <laughs> nightlife there is good, and OKC's been there an extra night, and OKC's coming off a crazy win against the Mavericks. We talked about it already at you know thirty and no run, and it's a great spot for Houston. They're coming off three straight losses on the road. They're back home, mm-hmm. comfortable. One of the best home court advantages in the NBA. And although they're only four and six in their last 10, they cover games, guys. They've covered seven, they're seven, two, and one ATS in those last 10 games. That's including those losses. So I think Jay is is right on the money here. He's getting a lot of value with the plus one and a half, plus two, but most likely he's probably going to be on the money line as well.
3: Yeah. And I just want to say, Sean, and AC, no one's going to want the Rockets here. Everybody's going to, they're going to see that short number for the Thunder. You're going to probably see like 70, 80% of people on the Thunder here. So yeah, go, I'm going against everybody on this one.
1: Yeah, without question. I mean, the Thunder have been lights out against the spread. 14, four and one overall, seven, one and one on the road, eight and two as a favorite. But we always talk about maybe potentially not back in squads, depending on the spot, when they're coming off a road trip and getting home. This is a completely different animal with the Rockets. They can't wait to get home and play in Houston rather than be on the road because they just cannot get it together. This is a tough spot, but the sharp guys, the edges are are in those ugly spots. Jay's going to back the Rockets here. Let's see how it shakes. Now... Last thing on the, the Thunder Rockets, those are some young boys on the Oklahoma City Thunder too. So (laughs) it's not a lot of, it doesn't take a lot of swaying to get those boys out on the
3: street in Houston, I'm sure so i was watching jalen williams instagram live um last night and so i was at the sports book and i saw that he was going live. i follow all the players on instagram it's just something i like to do. i like to look at their stories i want to see what they're doing late at night they're up playing Fortnite and shit but um they were saying that they're going to do some type of live podcast and they get to houston They just they sound a little bit too happy to get over there to houston you see what i'm saying so they did arrive over there today but regardless of all the nightlife and stuff even just the cap even just the matchups of matchup of the teams here the rockets are different Team, they're actually playing defense this year. Yudoka got them playing the right way, so there's a lot of different things that checks the box here. But hopefully, they went out, you know, James Harden showed them a few spots or something like that to <laughs> so fun.
1: Yeah, and I mean, even coming off the Udoka Lebron thing, the the whole getting bullied by guys that aren't bullies—that's the biggest thing I took away from the whole spatter between him and Lebron. Was like, hey, man, until I get my guys to toughen up and be able to bang with dudes and actually physically impose and be a little bit intimidating, we're not going to go anywhere. And I know he reverted to that and talked to those boys about just being more physical and, and taking a stand when a stand needs to be taken. It was almost like Ime was trying to show his players, like I don't care who it is, LeBron, pull up, where we're at, Los Angeles, that we don't take shit from nobody. And we got to start acting like that when we get out here on the road and start to pick up and, and try to stack some of these, these W's up when we're not in Houston. It's
0: only a kick. A jump.
3: A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans.
0: After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
1: Buckets is presented by BetMGM. Use bonus code ACTION when signing up to get up to $1,500 paid back in bonus bets if your first bet loses. For new users in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, I'm going to go to Chicago. I haven't done this. The last play I had on the Bulls was in that second game on a duplex spot against the Orlando Magic when I didn't really realize who the Orlando Magic were. So it looks a a little better now, but I am going to go to the Chicago Bulls minus four and a half at home versus the Charlotte Hornets. This is a really good spot, in my opinion, for the Bulls to continue to pick up their third straight win without Zach Levine and get a W here versus a Charlotte team that I have power rated 28th in the NBA. They are absolutely awful overall. And you now start to think about how they're going to play a good chunk of this middle of the season here without LaMelo Ball. That's going to be a big piece. 28th in net rating, worst defense in the NBA at 121.4. And that's exactly what the doctor ordered for a, a Bulls team that, has historically, the last couple of years, been really rough on offense, even with guys like Levine, DeRozan. As soon as Lonzo Ball went down there, that offense has not been the same since. Hornets are also top five in drives to the basket. They like to get to the rim. That is a lot to do with LaMelo Ball, but they still like to get to the basket with other guys. Bulls number two in points allowed in the paint. Just a bad matchup overall for the Hornets, in my opinion. The Hornets are 6-12. and 12. Think about these six wins for the Hornets. They got win number one, opening night of the season against the Hawks. Then they beat the Pacers, and of course, a track meet by one point where defense is optional. Then they beat the Wizards twice. Who cares? The Celtics they beat. Write that off for just the Celtics taking the night off, like they tend to do. And um, I was gonna, I was gonna just, I was about to dive in and go in on the Celtics about how we get a, a first pressure spot for the Celtics. With the new squad, and it looked like the same old Celtics, but we won't go down that road. But, of course, they beat the Celtics. That's a right-off, burn-the-tape game. And then they beat the Nets by one. So two one-point wins, two wins against the Wizards, a right-off against the Celtics, and then they got a win to open the season. Hornets are 7-1 and to the over on the road. They're allowing 124.3 points in their last three road games. The Bulls are 1-8, on the road, but they're a different team at home. They just play better. They always have. They're more cohesive, and they've looked really, really good against two good teams without Zach Levine. They picked up two Ws, especially against the Pelicans. I love the way Kobe White played. Overall, this is a really good spot for the Bulls to continue to stack up a W. I think this should be more like six. I don't know if I could get out and and lay six with the Bulls, but I think that's where this number Should be overall, it's a bad matchup, a bad defensive team, the worst in the NBA versus a team that struggles to score, but has found a little something since Levine has went out here the last couple games, picking up two wins. I think they pick up a third.
3: Back to you, Jay Money is Money. Could could you back the Bulls in this spot? four and a half. Well, I couldn't talk you off. Like I said before, we uh, went on air. They kind of owned stake into the in the Charlotte Hornets over there, um, part owner of the team over there. Man, they've owned this team eight and two straight up, eight and two against the spread last ten games versus the Hornets with without Lamelo Ball doesn't really matter. So, I mean, the Hornets did have played a little bit better their last couple games without Lamelo, but I don't think that that's something gonna, that's going to hold up. I think something that is more that's going to hold up is the Bulls playing without Levine. Sometimes one of these star players they can just be a I don't know what they're going to do with Levine because nobody wants. But it's just crazy because it comes out that they're probably going to trade him. And ever since then, it's just like I saw this guy miss a wide open dunk and he was smiling afterwards. And I said they probably can't wait to get rid of this fucking guy. So the fact that he's out, that's probably like uh, addition by subtraction out there. But it's just crazy because they really want to trade him. They want to find someone, but nobody wants him. So that's just crazy. But the Bulls have owned the Hornets and I can't talk you off. I think they get it done here as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, on the Levine front is is interesting, right, Jay? Like we've we've all been on a team where we had to defer to someone, but we don't believe in him, right? And I think these Bulls players are in that boat and have been in that boat for a couple of years now. Now that he's out of the picture via injury, they're playing a lot more free. They're sharing the ball. And I think what's really—I'm not on the side here, but I—I I like the over because you—you mentioned you know Charlotte not playing any defense. But also Chicago's offense is just a lot more free without Zach Levine. Mm -hmm. That's why they dropped 120 in Milwaukee. They dropped 124 on New Orleans. They're just playing free. I'm not a Donovan fan, the coach there, but he does preach like sharing the ball and getting everybody like the equal number of shots and things like that. So it helps when you don't have a great team, right? It allows you to share the ball and shoot a lot of threes. So I like the over here. But yeah, Chicago is two teams moving in opposite directions. Chicago is playing a lot better, and Charlotte is just, Charlotte's bad, man. So there's no way I could back them right now.
1: Yeah, total that AC just mentioned is 220 in the game. I'll close it on this. The Bulls haven't lost a home game since November 20th, and it was to the Miami Heat. So that was a couple of weeks ago. But. All their losses at home are to quality, high, high-quality opponents. Uh, they have a loss to the Heat. They have two losses in a row to the Magic. Then they have a loss to Phoenix at home. Then they have a loss to Brooklyn. And then they have a loss to Oklahoma City. The only questionable team on that list, the rest of them are all easy shoe in no playing potentially playoff teams, is Brooklyn, And they can show up on any given night with that roster of scrappy dudes. Cam gets going. Next thing you know, you're in a dogfight with a team that is solidly coached in Vaughn, I would say that. So the Bulls at home, I'll take them against a very bad Hornets team. And it looks like they have a little extra juice now with Zach Levine out of the mix. To recap, J Money is money. Rockets, two-stepping in Texas, plus two and a half. AC's on the Mavs first half, minus four and a half. I am on the Bulls minus four and a half in Chicago versus the Charlotte Hornets. 4J money is money. For AC Albert win, I am Sean Little, presented by the King of Sportsbooks, BetMGM. Go download the Action Network app, and don't forget it. Get buckets, baby. We'll see you guys tomorrow.